0: Hi, this is Pastor Tom, I want to welcome you to week six, day one of a look to the book of Isaiah, chapter 43 today. Remember, where are we in this study? Remember, part one of Isaiah is about God's vision for change. Part two, which we started last week, is about God's vision for a different kind of comfort. God does not want you to settle for a comfortable life. He does want you to live a comforted life. Comforted, it has to do with what you're resting on. When when you rest your trust on God, you experience his comfort through your daily life. When you try to rest your trust on something else for your comfort, you experience this drain in your daily life. When you find your comfort in God, you find God's power for your daily life. So we start this week with chapter 43 and then into the beginning of chapter 44. In this chapter, we see five powerful reasons you can live in God's comfort. Reason number one, God has called you by name. Isaiah 43, 1-3, but now this is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Now These words, when first prophetically spoken by Isaiah, were first addressed to people far away from home with many more years to go before they would come back into the promised land. In many ways, this relates to our lives. We're far away from heaven as our home, many more years to go on this earth. And he gives them this promise in the midst of this. Don't forget, you're called by God's name. As a follower of Jesus Christ, you are called by God's name. Now, notice he does not say here that they will not face problems because they're called by God's name. He does say that God will be with them in their problems. He does say that God will protect them in their problems. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. You're going to face some rivers, some fires, some difficulties in this life, but you're called by his name. He's going to be with you. You may feel like your problems are too great to bear. Here's the comfort. Your problems cannot destroy you. Even death cannot destroy you because you're God's, and he protects those who are his. Second truth in this chapter, to comfort you in daily life, God uses you as his witness. In verse 10 down to uh, verse 12, you are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed, and there will not be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me, there is no Savior. I have revealed and saved and proclaimed. I am not some foreign God among you. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, that I am God. This chapter reminds us that your comfort not only comes from God's ministry to you, but also from the fact that He uses you to minister to others. Now, you may think you don't have much to offer as a witness, or maybe that you've made too many mistakes to be a witness. Here's the comfort. God wants to use you no matter what. No matter what your fears, no matter what your past. These words are given prophetically to Israel while they're in exile because of their sins. And God there is still telling them, you are my witnesses. We do suffer consequences for our sins, no doubt about that. But one of those consequences is not God decided to no longer use you. No matter what, he still has a purpose for you. You can be a witness to how God pulls you out of the pit, even if you jumped into that pit. You can be a witness to the truth that God is a God of a second chance. Third truth to give you God's comfort in daily life is in verse 13. God holds you in his hand. Isaiah 43, 13 says, From eternity to eternity, I am God. No one can snatch anyone out of my hand. No one can undo What I have done. Now, you may realize how deeply this reminds us of Jesus' words in John chapter 10 that we are his sheep, the sheep of his pasture. No one can snatch us out of God's hands. You may be afraid that you're not strong enough to hold on to God. Here's the comfort He's holding on to you. Remember that today. Fourth truth in this chapter is the truth that God is doing something new. That's what you hold on to for God's comfort in daily life. God is doing something new. 43, verse 16 says, this is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters. So he's referring here to the Red Sea. And this had been the moment of victory for the people of Israel. The assurance again and again for God's people that God would be there with them in any circumstance. God looks back to this moment of deliverance at the Red Sea again and again and again throughout the Old Testament. They were commanded to look together at this moment of deliverance every year as they celebrated the Passover. So knowing how important a moment this was, that makes what is said next even more shocking. Beginning in verse 18, after talking about the Red Sea, Isaiah prophesies, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. God is doing something new. Now, it may appear to you that God isn't doing much in your life right now. Here's the comfort. God is doing something new because of Jesus Christ. And that's what he's referring to here as he talks about this this stream that's in the wasteland, in the desert, this way that he's prepared. God is doing something new in your life. In fact, he's doing something new in you, and he's doing something new for you. In you, he's growing you in the character of Christ even with all the struggle that you might be having right now, he is right now in you growing the character of Christ. He's working to do that every day. And for you, he's preparing for you the home of heaven. Those are truths about your life that no matter what the circumstances, God is doing something new. On those days when you most feel like it's the same old, same old, God is doing something new in you because of Jesus Christ. Now, as we get to chapter 44, beginning of chapter 44, there's one other thing that God is doing to encourage you in daily life, to comfort you in daily life. God pours out his spirit on you. God pours out his spirit on you. Beginning in verse one. But now listen, O Jacob, my servant, Israel whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord says. He who made you, who formed you in the womb and who will help you. Do not be afraid, O Jacob, my servant, Jeshurun whom I have chosen. For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. He talks about Israel and Jacob here which you know are names for the people of Israel. He also uses the term Jeshurun which is a poetic tender name for Israel. It means my dear upright people. So he's speaking with tender love to him here and he says I'm gonna pour out my spirit well, that's, that's the promise that we now have in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came to pour out God's spirit on our lives. You may wonder if you have what it takes to make it through. Here's the comfort. God pours out his, pours out his spirit on you. Jesus reflects these words in John 14, 16 to 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Another advocate, a name for the Spirit. The word paraclete here, which means helper or counselor or friend or comforter. King James translates this, another comforter. God gives us his comfort through the comforter, the Holy Spirit. So you want to live with hope every day, with God's comfort every day? Remember these truths. God calls you by name. God uses you as his witness. God holds you in his hand. God is doing something new in you. And God pours out his spirit on you. Let's just tell him thank you. our father, we are thankful. We're thankful that you don't leave us alone. We're thankful that you give us your comfort in such powerful ways every day so that we can live in your power. Help us not to try to comfort ourselves or to try to find comfort in this world. Instead, we want to look to you as our source of strength and love and comfort. So we look to you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about how to build an idol.